name is Patrick McGillray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, running coach, and mindset expert. I believe mindset is the most powerful and most underrated tool you have as a runner. So I've devoted my life to helping runners like you develop the mindset you need to fuel your inner fire and become the badass runner you were meant to be. This is the Running Mind Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the Running Mind Podcast. My name is Patrick McGillwright, and I'm your host, and I'm the life coach for runners, and I help you overcome your obstacles in running and in life so you can unleash your inner badass. And today I want to talk about a subject that is really important to me and something that I'm really passionate about, and that is why running doesn't work for weight loss. So being overweight is not something that's talked about very much or at all in the running community. There seems to be some sort of stigma around being a runner and being overweight. It's like, hey, you're not doing it right. You must not be running enough if you can't lose weight or if you're overweight. Oh, I see you're training for a marathon. Still can't seem to lose weight. What's wrong with you? These are some of the things that I've heard um, around the running community and some things that uh, people have uh, shared with me and that I felt as well. Okay. So I know, I know how this feels. I really do. I know this is something that, uh, not a lot of people are talking about. And so I wanted to sort of just like shine a light on this subject and talk about this today. Cause it's really something I'm really passionate about. And I, I haven't shared this really before and I think now is the right time. So here we go. Um, <laughs> so Back in the day, back in like 2003, I was seriously, I was overweight. I was, um, I was probably 50 or 60 pounds overweight and I was very unhealthy. I was, uh, very sick. I had, uh, cancer. I was drinking too much. Um, and, uh, I was in a very, uh, very bad place. I was basically just really sick and and really unhealthy. And um, I needed to change some stuff in my life. So I did. I, I quit drinking, which was a big part of the problem for me. I started eating better. And I started running. Um, and obviously, I got treated for the cancer. And I've been cancer free for many, many years now. So that's all good. But um the running was like a big catalyst for me to like do something that would help me to lose weight. You know, like that was the thing was like, Oh, if I just run, I'm going to lose weight. And, um, and, and for me, it was like a, a change of lifestyle completely. You know, I gave up the crazy eating that I was doing. Um, and I, um, I started running and stopped drinking. So all those things combined, I lost a lot of weight and I lost probably 60 pounds and kept it off for a long time and continued to run and train and do all these awesome things. I've run like 14 marathons. I've done an Ironman. I've done countless other triathlons and ultra marathons, including a 50 mile or a hundred mile. Um, and I've done all these things 
and was able to kind of maintain this this weight that I that I was at um, for a long time, and I felt pretty good about myself. Well, in the last few years, I've sort of backed off my running a little bit. I after I did my hundred miler in the end of 2017, I wanted to scale back my running and I, I just didn't want to put anything on the calendar. And I just wanted to be like, I just want to go out there and run and have fun and enjoy it and not to have all these goals out there. So I stopped kind of signing up for races and, and, and having goals like that. And I started gaining weight and I couldn't figure out why? Because I was still training and I was still running and I was still like, I would do like a marathon a year or whatever, but I was running all the time. Well, I ended up, you know, gaining like 15 or 20 pounds back. You know, look, looking back <laughs> over time, it was like, it happened slowly, but it happened. Um, and, and I found myself in this place of like, okay, I need to lose this weight. What am I going to do? And so I tried all these different things to um, help me to lose the weight. And I tried like calorie restriction where I was just like counting calories. And um, that is very challenging to do, by the way. I had to have this app and I had to log every bite of anything that I ate. And I had to know all the the ingredients in it and, and all the breakdown of all the nutrition breakdown of it, according to the label. And, um, it was, it was challenging to try to keep track of that. And the idea there was like, oh yeah, if you eat, <clears throat> you know, 1500 calories, but you burn off 2000 calories a day, you'll lose weight. Um, I got to tell you, I did not lose weight. And I was constantly stressed out about entering all this data into this app. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's how you lose the weight. You spend so much time and energy and you're so stressed about trying to figure out how to enter all the data into this thing. You just lose weight. <laughs> Maybe that's how it's supposed to work. Um, but you know, I've done the plant-based thing for many years, vegetarian. I tried sort of a, a vegan paleo thing, a vegan keto thing. I've tried to eat nothing but fat, nothing but uh, no carbs. I've, like I've tried all these things and I couldn't get anything to work. I can't get anything to work. Um, I've always felt like I just haven't had control of what I eat. I, I know what the problem is now <clears throat> and I'm going to get to that in just a minute, <clears throat> but getting here, you know, I just felt like I did not have control over what I was eating. I didn't have control over myself. Um, you know, I felt tired all the time. Um, I found myself doing a lot of emotional eating. I've been doing that lately too, by the way, with the, uh, the lockdown here, the stay at home order, um, and some other things going into my, going on in my life. <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of emotional eating <clears throat> and I'm not sorry about it, but I even eat when I'm not hungry. Um, and you know what? I've just felt stuck. I felt like I am never going to lose this weight. And I keep running. You know, I ran back in August. I did 31 days of running. And I thought for sure that would help me to lose weight. No, I gained weight. I, um, starting in uh, November, I did a running challenge running through the holidays. And I ran for something like 80 days straight. 
Um, and I thought that would help me to lose weight and it didn't, I didn't lose weight at all. I actually gained weight. Um, and so I've realized that the problem really isn't about, uh, running. It's not about like, Oh, I'm not running enough. The problem is that I'm overeating. The problem is that I overeat. I eat too much. I have an addiction to food. I've programmed my body to become so addicted to food, and not just my body, but my brain as well, to become so addicted to food, especially sugar, that not even, you know, training for a marathon is going to help me to, to lose the weight, okay? So believe me, I'm frustrated by this or have been frustrated by this. Um, and, and I feel like the advice out there is just like, here, here, eat this, just eat, eat this over here or, or eat this, or just do this diet over here. And I've just, this just doesn't work. It doesn't work for most people, you know, just changing your behavior, changing what you eat does not address the underlying issues. You know, I feel like everyone's out there just saying, eat this as if it's that simple. It's not that simple. In order to lose weight, in order to be at your ideal weight, to be at your natural weight, you need to identify and fix the causes of your overeating, not just treat the symptoms. We're so focused on treating the symptoms, we're not getting to the root of the problem, okay? So all these different like diets I've tried or whatever, I've, I've tried these things and then said that doesn't work because I gained weight or I, I kept overeating. And the problem isn't in what I'm eating necessarily, although that is part of it. <clears throat> the problem is I wasn't addressing the uh, mental and emotional part of overeating. Okay. There's three parts to overeating that have to be addressed. Um, there's the physical causes of overeating. There's the mental causes, and then there's the emotional causes. I'm going to talk about all three of these, but I want you to know something. If you're out there and you're a runner and you're having a, you know, a struggle with you're struggling to lose weight or struggling to, um, feel good about your body. I, I know what you're going through. I feel, I feel your pain. I really do. And, and I want to help you. And I, and I coach people through this. I'm coaching myself through this and I want to coach you through this. So here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the three causes of overeating and, um, and the things that aren't really addressed. And if you're a runner, I want you to pay attention and I want you to really take in what I'm going to say here and be open to trying something that's a little different. Okay. Because whatever's, whatever you've been trying is not working. Okay. So let's try something different. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the three causes of overeating. The first is the physical causes. So this is most overeating is caused by a hormonal imbalance. Okay. 
overeating, especially sugar, causes too much insulin to be produced in your body. Insulin is a fat storage hormone, okay? The more insulin you produce, the more fat will be stored on your body, the more you weigh, okay? If you continually produce insulin, you are going to continue to gain weight, okay? This is just straight up science, okay? The problem is that when you're trying to lose weight, the most important thing for you to consume is what? It's your own body fat. You want to consume, if you will, you want to burn for energy your own body fat in order to lose weight. You cannot do that when your body is full of glucose, sugar. Your insulin is too high. Um and you're you're in fat storage mode and you got to you got to shift that okay so the first thing you need to do is you need to get your insulin levels down and you can do this by eating less often and by reducing the amount of sugar you consume we all know that sugar's bad for us okay <laughs> it's actually the worst thing you can put in your body and i'm saying this as as the words are coming out of my mouth here, I'm thinking of the Ben and Jerry's that I have in the freezer. And I'm like, oh my God, I love Ben and Jerry's. I absolutely love it. But I'm giving it up because I know how bad it is for me. And I'm just tired of feeling <laughs> the way that I felt lately, okay? So I'm giving it up. And here's the other thing. When you eat too much sugar, you get this huge over desire for food you get this like physical craving for food because what happens is sugar is like a super concentrated it causes a super concentrated uh, dopamine response in your brain uh, it causes an excess of dopamine to be produced which feels really good right so much so that the neurotransmitters that are producing the dopamine they actually downregulate over time. So it takes more and more sugar for you to get the same amount of pleasure. So you got to eat more sugar to feel good. And your brain and your body are just being, they're like, it's like a drug addict, okay? A drug addict needs more and more of the drug to produce the same result. Um, and so what happens there, then your insulin goes up again, you get more cravings, you can't handle the cravings, you eat more, and there's this crazy cycle that happens, right? And you know what? This isn't your fault. We've all been programmed this way for decades. The food industry has made it their mission to make food as delicious as possible, you know, as desirable as possible. They put sugar in everything for the love and the food that we eat, it's so concentrated and processed that um, it gives us this incredible uh, hit of dopamine when we eat certain foods. And then we have to eat more and more just to get that same feeling, okay? So it's like being addicted to drugs or alcohol. You need more to produce the same effect. So in order to fix the physical cause of overeating, you have to get that insulin level down. You have to eat less, eat less often, and eat less uh, processed foods like sugar and flour, 
okay? When you do this, you actually can start to get your hormones back in balance and start burning fat instead of burning the sugar, okay? So that's how we fix the, the physical part of overeating, okay? Next is the mental part of overeating, the mental causes. So mental cravings, this is a real thing. Again, the food industry has concentrated the sugar in our food so much that we were constantly craving more and more food, more and more of this delicious sugar, right? Our brains are actually responding the way they're, they're supposed to, though. They're not, your brain is working normally, okay? This isn't your fault. Um, you eat the sugar, you eat the flour, you release the dopamine, and then your brain wants more of that. It's just like your primitive brain, the amygdala part of your brain responding to this like, it's like a life or death situation. You know, our primitive brains, they've learned over time that when food is good, um, we're going to produce a hormone that makes us feel good so that we'll remember that, hey, this is good, okay? Um, so when, you know, when we would be eating blueberries back in the caveman days, you know, back in the day, <laughs> we'd be eating some blueberries and be like, ooh, these are really good. And you get this little tiny dopamine response, right? That's good. Oh, I want to remember this. I want to eat more of those because they made me feel good. And so you'll go back and eat more of the blueberries, okay? Um, it, but it's it's over time, it's kind of developed into this thing of like, uh, a life and death kind of situation with our brains. Cause now we have like blueberry syrup, blueberry pie, blueberry toaster strudels. We, we juice everything. So it's super concentrated and we get this super intense hit of dopamine. And then when we don't get it, our brains are like, we need this now or we're going to die. It, your brain actually literally thinks it's like a life and death situation happening here. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like what's happening with the with your brain, um, and then you get these thoughts. So the thoughts will start to come into play here. You get these thoughts of "I'm restless," "I'm bored," "I feel deprived." You know, when you stop overeating, even for a little bit, um, you start to feel like, you know, "Oh, I just deserve this." I'm I'm deprived. What's what's one box of Oreos? You know, but. You can justify that all you want, and all that mental chatter, all it's doing is just continuing to build into that idea and support that idea that your brain is thinking like you you need this or you're going to die, and so you give in to it. You give in to the mental craving, okay? And we've just been programmed our whole lives. We've essentially programmed our minds to overeat. Um, and, and by now, it's our subconscious mind that's running the show. Our subconscious minds have been programmed to make us think we have to overeat or we'll die. Okay, we get these intense cravings for something sweet. And I know I talk about Ben and Jerry's all the time, but it's just a good example. <laughs> it's so good. But it's like Ben and Jerry's, you know, um, I think about that and I'm like, I've just got to have it. And these thoughts go through my mind. Like if I don't have it, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might die and I'll go to the store and I'll get some. I'll go drive miles to the store to get 
Ben and Jerry's just so I can like satisfy that mental craving. And it's a, there's a physical craving there too. But here's, here's the thing. The good news is that you can reprogram your mind to not overeat. You can reprogram your mind to just, just eat normally. This is actually one of the most powerful things I do with my coaching clients is I help them change their brains literally by creating new habits, new neural pathways. And if you really want to stop overeating, you have to break those old habits and create new habits that serve you. You got to reprogram your mind, especially the subconscious. But even if you can get the physical piece to work and you can get through some of this mental stuff, there's still that emotional side of overeating that has to be addressed. One of the biggest underlying factors in weight gain is emotional eating. And you know what? Runners just don't want to talk about this. Runners think, I've got this. I'm a runner. I know what to do. I know all this stuff about nutrition. I've read the books. Like, I'm good. Thanks. They just don't want to like talk about it. Okay. Runners do love talking about food though, but not overeating. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about donuts and ice cream and pizza and chips and cake and all the, what are we going to eat after the run? Um, and, and I would do that too. And I would just eat all that food. But then I noticed something happening in me. I started to feel bad about myself. You know, I started gaining the weight and I started feeling guilty about overeating. And I started to feel like shame around it. I felt shame about how I looked and how I felt. I've been fit for a long time. I've been really in great shape. And then I got to this point where I didn't even want to like take my shirt off at the pool or whatever because I was like, oh, I, you know, feel fat again. Okay. And I felt judged by other people. Like people were talking about me. They probably weren't. It's probably all in my head, but I just felt that way. And I felt like a failure. Like I used to be really fit. I used to be in good shape and now I'm not anymore. And like, I'm never going to be that person again. And honestly, I just felt depressed about it and sad. And you know how I, (laughs) you know how I dealt with all these emotions I was feeling? Yes. I ate over them because eating gives me that little dopamine hit and it feels good. Does that make any sense whatsoever? As I'm saying this, you're probably like, dude, that makes no sense whatsoever. Or maybe you're like, yep, I get it. Here's the problem though. When that little uh, feel good dopamine wears off, you're still left with feeling all those emotions. But now it's worse because you feel bad about overeating. So you eat more to feel better. And then like, oh my gosh, it's this crazy vicious cycle that just goes on and on. But you know what? Emotional eating is a very common thing. A very, very common thing. A lot of people do it. They eat so they don't have to feel their feelings. Especially right now during this like stay-at-home order, people are dealing with this crisis by going to the refrigerator. Um, I've seen a lot of people joking about it on social media, but I think there's an underlying like, oh yeah, that's me, you know. I mean, I've been doing it. I know that it's me, okay? I mean, it does work for a little bit. Like you do feel a little bit better while you're eating the Ben and Jerry's. But when you stop, what happened? Like what results are you getting? 
who are you who are you becoming in the process of stuffing down your feelings and feeling good momentarily like you're using this it's like a false pleasure you know to just try to feel good in the moment we we're so afraid to feel our feelings that we will become overweight instead of feeling our feelings you know, if, if you want to stop overeating, if you want to lose the weight, you have to be able to manage your emotions. You have to be able to feel your emotions. Well, how do you do that? Well, one of the things you do is you need to stop using food to feel better. <laughs> okay, that's one thing. And you need to learn how to just sit with your feelings, how to sit with your emotions, how to allow them to be there without reacting to them or without eating to not feel them. And you know what? Here's, here's some truth I'm going to drop on you right now. This is not a comfortable place to be. Sometimes it's not comfortable to feel sad or to feel frustrated or to feel angry or to feel shame or guilt or whatever it is. It might suck pretty bad sometimes. And honestly, in those times, it's really good to have somebody there to help you. And that's where, where I come in and I one of the most powerful things I do as a coach is I help my clients work through their emotions. I help them to learn to allow those emotions to be with them, to allow them to be present in their body, to embrace that temporary, uncomfortable feeling so they can get to the other side of that. Because on the other side of that is all the stuff that you want, okay? On the other side of those uncomfortable feelings are the results that you want in your life, okay? That's where the good shit is, okay? And I teach my clients how to be emotional badasses, okay? I want to show you how to be an emotional badass. So those are the three big things that people aren't really talking about. Um, and, And this is why running doesn't really work for weight loss. Now, here's the thing about running. Running is freaking awesome, you should keep running. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying here. I completely love running and do it all the time. It is just not a great tool for weight loss. Exercise in general is not a great way to lose weight because as soon as you stop exercising, the weight is just going to come back. If you're just trying to like do this calorie burn thing, it's not sustainable. You have to stop the overeating. The reason you are overweight is because you overeat. And I'm like looking in the mirror when I'm saying this (laughs) because I do it too. I want to help you overcome your addiction to food. I want to help you overcome your addiction to overeating. I want to help you overcome your addiction to stuffing your feelings down with food. And I can show you how to do this. I can show you how to stop overeating. More importantly, I can show you how to deal with the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of losing weight as a runner. So I've got something really amazing to share with you guys. I'm launching a brand new masterclass called You Can't Outrun Your Fork. This is a Stop Overeating Masterclass. It's a six-week live masterclass with me. I'm only allowing 10 people 
to join this. I just want to keep this really small and intimate. But you are going to learn why you overeat. You are going to develop a new way of eating that will serve you for the rest of your life. You are going to learn the skills to deal with all those mental and emotional urges and desires. You're going to learn how to stop the emotional eating, and you're going to learn how to manage those three things, the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of overeating. We're going to work on those underlying issues that cause you to overeat. You're going to learn how to reduce your hunger and your desire for food to their natural states so that you can weigh your natural weight. I want you to imagine for a minute how much easier running will be when you aren't carrying around all those extra pounds. And you know what? No one else is really teaching this in this way. So here's the thing. I am going to be offering this course to the general public here in a couple of months. And it's a lot, a lot of material. And I'm walking you through every step of the way. And I'm coaching you. We're doing group coaching and I'm doing one-on-one coaching with each person in this group for, uh, for six weeks, okay? When I launch this, it's going to be around $3,000, which I think is a really good deal for that, okay? But right now, since this is the first time I'm doing this, I want you to help make this launch a success. So I'm only charging $97 for this beta launch, okay? That being said, there's only 10 spots available. Some are already taken. If you want to get in on this, you have to sign up now. I've only got a few spots left and I have to cap it at 10. I don't want more people than that in there, okay? And there's just one catch at the end of the program. I'm going to ask you for some feedback Uh, Give me your thoughts about the program, and I might ask you to share your story. Cool? So the program starts Monday, April 6th. It's a six-week live masterclass with weekly meetings on Zoom, so it's social distancing friendly. (laughs) I will be coaching you through the entire process, and other people will be going through this with you. I will be going through this with you. You will not be doing this on your own. You'll get one-on-one coaching with me to work through any personal issues that come up too. So we'll have to have some time, just me and you talking, okay? You will learn how to stop overeating. You will learn how to stop using food to prevent you from becoming the most badass version of yourself, okay? I want you to join me. Go to innerfiretribe.com forward slash stop overeating. That's one word. Innerfiretribe.com slash stop overeating. I would love to hear what you think about this topic. It might be a little controversial. I don't know if people, um, when you start talking about food and weight loss, sometimes it can be a little controversial. You know what? If so, bring it on. I want to hear what you think about this. Always, always, always you can reach out to me at hello at innerfiretribe.com. You know, and I sincerely hope you all make the most of this time at home. So you can think of this time here locked in your house or whatever as a huge problem, or you can think of it as a chance to learn and to grow and an opportunity to become the best version of yourself. You get to choose. Much love to each and every one of you. We'll talk to you next week. 
Did you know that most runners fail to reach their goals? It's not because of lack of training or lack of desire. Whether it's running faster or running farther, I believe most runners just haven't developed the mental toughness they need to get them across the finish line. That's why I created a step-by-step training called How to Build Mental Toughness and Become a Badass Runner. I want to show you how to train your mind so you can tough it out when the going gets tough. And the best part? This comprehensive training is yours absolutely free. To get it right now, just go to innerfiretribe.com slash badass and get started today.